It's time for the Riley and Rookie Show, segment of the week. Let's get into the Pistons topic. Jake, it's not it's not clinched yet, but the Pistons look like they're going to make the playoffs. They they basically got to take care of their business, beat the teams they're supposed to beat, uh, and assuming the teams that are behind them don't all of a sudden get hot, which, by the way, the Bulls are doing the opposite. They're really struggling. The Pistons look like they're going to make the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Yeah, taking a look here, I mean, yeah, like you said, the Bulls aren't really much of a threat. Your closest team is uh, is the Wizards, and I would. Oh, have the Wizards jumped the Bulls? Yeah, they're they're the ninth nine spot right okay, now. For, See, for a while, it was the the Bulls who were who were closer, but they've kind of fallen apart. We have three more wins than them, and two less losses, so we're doing pretty good. How many how many games do we have left here? Uh, eight. Eight games. So it could come down to the wire, but yeah, Pistons look good right now. Well, and they none of these teams have. Uh, favorable schedules the rest of the way. They're pretty tough uh, for pretty much all teams. Let me, let me throw in a little thing here. Uh, on Tuesday night, I think it was Tuesday, I had the chance to go to the, the Pistons game uh, last week with uh, Kenny Cott, Anthony Spack, music director, and Lauren Barthold. They're outside right now. We got, the, we got some free tickets from somebody who just came in and dropped them off, and uh, we went to that game. Great game. I don't know if you were watching... Tobias Hare, it was against the the, the Magic, so we got to see Brandon Jennings and uh, Arisana Elias over here. But Tobias Harris had three straight blocks in a row. Yeah, that was that right was underneath. Sweet. And, oh my gosh, it was unbelievable! It was like the first one we were like, oh, now, and then you the were at the oh. game. You probably weren't aware that the guy he blocked actually picked up a triple double. On those rebounds. Did he really? Yeah, he needed oh two more rebounds God. for a triple-double, <laughs> and he got them both when he that's, got blocked. That's got to be the worst fashion to pick up a triple-double. <laughs> he got blocked three times and got his rebound. But, it was incredible. But anyways, uh, so the two teams it looks like the Pistons are most likely to play are the Cavs, should they be the eighth seed, and the Raptors, should they be the seventh seed. I personally tend to think that when you look at these two options, neither of them are... No, they don't obviously they're not good. ideal, <laughs> no, but I don't they're, think they're the one and the two. I just think either of these matchups are heavy underdogs. But if you had to pick one, if you had to pick one, who would you rather play? I'm gonna go ahead and go with Toronto uh, for a couple reasons. I mean, this is this is hard to pick. I don't even I wouldn't feel 100 percent confident uh, with with either of these teams. But we'll start by talking about why it would be bad to to play against Cleveland. First of all. You you have mentioned in the past, and I, I don't want to steal too much of your argument, but that the the Pistons match up fairly decently with the Cavaliers. And while that might be true, I can't see the Pistons handling LeBron James in the playoffs. I mean, LeBron has been in the playoffs probably every year he's been in the league, if I not think he missed most. It. I think he missed it year one. Sure. But, I mean, he is a dominant force in the playoffs. He's won championships in Miami. He has, has been back in uh, Cleveland for one year or two. Isn't it two years? Didn't, no, you're right, one year. And uh, made it to the championship, lost. So, I mean, he is not, they're not to be messed with. I, I, I think it would be very difficult to get into the first round. Could you imagine beating the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James in the first round of the playoffs? That would be, like, historical, monumental for the Pistons. It would be talked about through the entire summer. Yeah, no joke. And, I mean, LeBron is already kind of that way. It doesn't matter what happens. He's talked about all summer long. <laughs> yeah. But if you beat him in the first round, I mean, Jake, when he lost to the Magics, Matt Magics, when he lost to the Magic, which was his last series in Cleveland before he went to Miami, when he lost that, it, people were talking about how he gave up, he quit, all this stuff, and they talked about it all summer long. Now, there's still a possibility that 
Pistons. I mean, they're only a half a game behind the Pacers. They can come take that two seed and end up playing the Raptors. I mean, obviously things can move around, but I think it would be better for them to match up against the Raptors. One for that for that reason I just listed, but also just took a look at a couple articles. The Raptors have lost three of their last four games and just got their rear ends handed to them by OKC. Now, granted. Russell Westbrook just got his 16th triple-double, I think, of the season. I don't know, but I wouldn't doubt it. 15th or 16th, something like that. And you can say it was just OKC playing really good, but, I mean, they had to have let that happen, too. Like, it's a little of both sides. Raptors just got ran by OKC, and this is like the part of the season where winning means the most. If you start to go on a decline towards the end of the regular season, that's where you have to worry. I mean, you can afford to... With the two seed, but wouldn't you want to work hard to to make your way up to that one seed and, and, and pass Cavaliers? I don't think it's just like they've gotten lazy. No. I, I think it's that they, they are showing slight signs of a decline. And it happened last year, too. They had sort of a systematic breakdown in the second... Well, I guess I shouldn't say like that. But to, near the end of the season, they went downhill and they lost to the Wizards... In the first round of the playoffs, and I don't think it went. I don't think it was a very long series either. See, here's the thing: I think that the Cavaliers are quite clearly the better team. Yeah. So it's weird for me to say the Cavaliers, but I would rather play the Cavaliers. Now, here's the thing: to start off, this is a team that's starting to have some some questions. I mean, you got LeBron coming out here and saying that he would take a pay cut to play with his friends, which is it's not going to happen in Cleveland. If that happens, it has to be elsewhere. You got uh, LeBron unfollowing the Cavaliers on all these social media accounts. Of course, that doesn't affect how he plays, but it kind of tells you a little bit about his mindset, I think. Yeah. Um, This is a team that has lost some games throughout the year they shouldn't lose. They fired their coach midseason, despite being first in the conference. So I think there's a little bit of turmoil going on in this Cleveland Cavaliers organization. I think that the Pistons play up to opponents. I think we've seen that all year. They're they're 2 and 1 against the Cavs this year yeah. with one more game they remaining. Beat, they beat Golden State once. They play up to opponents. Now playing up to opponents for a 7 game series is tough. Yeah. But here's an underrated thing I like. Now I I don't like this as a whole. But let's say let's just say right now Jake if the Pistons were locked into the playoffs and in going into their last game of the season. So let's say that last game's not important. I love the fact in that situation that they play the Cavaliers. I love it. Because here's what happens. You go into Love a game. You, you go into a game where the Pistons, is, obviously the Cavs are going to be locked in, probably locked into the number one spot. The Pistons might be battling for position, but regardless, I'm saying both teams are locked in. You have a chance to play this team, who will likely rest their stars, and build a little bit of momentum, build a little bit of excitement, build like you get to treat it like the series is a game longer. No, that game doesn't count, but I think playing them before you go into a series with them. It offers potential for the Pistons to, to go in with with guns blazing versus a, a a Cavaliers team who maybe has been taking it a little bit easy at the very end of the season to avoid injury. You know, that is pretty interesting. I didn't realize that that, that was what the end of the season would look like. But that being said, I, I think that does better for Cleveland than it does now, for Let Detroit. me ask you this. If you're Cleveland and you have the number one spot locked up, you're going to play Detroit. Let's say it looks like it's going to be Cleveland versus Detroit for the first round. And both teams like have nothing to win, nothing to lose playing that game. If you're the Cavaliers, do you go all out and play your stars so as to help kind of get yourself into the series a little early? Or do you rest them and 
try and avoid injury. I think you rest them. I think I think it's the wrong choice. Well, but you don't have any. I mean, you have the upper hand if you're Cleveland. Why you don't need to play any any games like that? See, I think, I think Cleveland goes into this confident that they're going to win. I think it's scary business to give the Pistons a head start on the series. I think it's a it's a head game, but it's not though. It is though, because but if, if you Pistons, give Pistons false confidence, that helps you. What I'm saying is that the Pistons go in with the mindset that they are already in the playoffs. That game ahead, like they're fighting for. Like, this is the okay. playoffs. This is the start of it. I think they have a chance to come out, and it's probably not uh, an advantage that lasts the length of the series, but maybe, you know, maybe you see a, a Cavs team in Game 1 come out a little bit sluggish, and you see a Pistons team who is already They're fighting already for their there. life. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's just, I just don't, I mean, I'm looking at it from a different angle. I think it could be a, a factor of false confidence for the Pistons, and I mean, I don't know. I, I think you treat it's it's like the last game of the NFL season if you have a if you have a bye week locked. It's like pretty much like playing like a preseason. It's game. different though. You when can't you play compare a game that doesn't matter like a preseason game Stop. to a game to games like the playoffs. But it's different when you're playing the team that you're probably going to play in the first round. If it wasn't if it was a Cavs versus anybody else, I wouldn't even consider it. But when you're playing the team that you're playing in the first round, I think that there's a, a real possibility of going one of two ways of treating it like hey. The playoffs start today. Like, this is the start of our series. This is our chance to start beating up on this team right now. Or B, I think you can kind of take it easy and kind of forget, like, hey, it's playoff time, and we're going to see these guys at least four more times. I, I, I mean, it is an interesting situation. It's a unique situation, and it definitely, I can see it having some impact on the series. I just don't know if I agree with, with your perceived impact. All right, well, that's going to do it. Uh, if you enjoy the show... We podcast it. It's, it'll be on iTunes. It'll be on Woodward's Detroit. It'll be on WXU.org. be everywhere. Uh, we also will be on OUTV Tuesdays. Uh, you can always catch the previous week's show on Tuesday. I always forget the time. Four and eight, I believe. Four and eight, if you want to catch the previous week's showing of the Riley and Ricky show. So that's going to do it. You got some, Jake? I just love walking down this hallway and seeing the TV. And you cool. and I are on there. And I, I'll go and stand by the TV like this and be like, <laughs> That's me. That's me up there. <laughs> Not that I'm, like, just normally that cocky and arrogant, but it's funny sometimes. It's like, you guys see this right here? All right. I'm right that, there. That's going to do it. This is the Ryland Rookie Show, WXOU, 88.3. Catch us live on Tuesdays from 1 to 2 on 88.3 FM or WXOU.org.